0: Welcome to this podcast from the Carter Center. We arrive at at this woman and her small daughter were both infected with guinea worm disease. The mother was very uh, poorly educated regarding the origin of of guinea worm disease and uh, refused uh, attention for herself and for her child. As a result, uh, their wounds festered, and when we arrived at the village, uh, they were in in bad condition. So we had to um, make an extra effort to provide whatever first aid care we could provide to them. this was a traumatic experience for the child I came to Sudan to assess the status of the program and to meet with Minister of health officials and to check the status of the program at the village level. But I've noticed that it's just semantics, really, but asking the question, do you have a filter, and telling them to bring the, fi- the filter that they have tends to bring out two different responses. There are 16 Carter Center technical advisors uh, here in, working hand in hand with Sudanese counterparts. And once you train these men, then you can come and get with them every single time, and you'll do it so fast. <laughs> These are very special people. They're, they're very dedicated, uh, they're passionate about their work Woo! and they are doing a great job. One of the things you do as a technical advisor, and, as well as the staff, uh, is move things around. Logistics is a huge element of this operation because all of the fuel, for example, and spare parts and whatnot have to be either flown by air, which is expensive, or by trucks over large distances during the dry season. This is where we fill up jerry cans to bring into the field with us and also one of our staff that works about half an hour away from here. We have to fill up a 200-liter drum and bring it to him because there's no safe water on his side. This year, the rains have come very late and a lot of people are really suffering. And if this borehole was not here, they'd be drinking from unsafe water all over. Atau kau pun agit juga, ada ni kau kenal. Laut mana? Tanah tak taninya Ya So, the most important thing is that we need to make sure that the system is working and we need to make a total overhaul. We need to overhaul the system, especially the volunteer and the network of the network. Mr. McCoy Samuel is the director of the Southern Sudan Guinea Worm Eradication Program of the Ministry of Health of Southern Sudan. He's a very dedicated and hardworking person and extremely smart. My country, Southern Sudan, is very vast. Most of the socio-economic and health indicators are among the lowest in the world. The infrastructure is terrible. And it is only the cata Center that understands these uh, dynamics that they're able to bear with us and provide us the necessary logistic and financial support to be able to reach all those difficult areas in Sudan Sudan. In the process also it is actually empowering the communities to make decisions that influence their livelihood. <coughs> During the community meeting in Maki, we had the opportunity of uh, demonstrating to people. Uh, pots obtained from the pond that we're fetching water from. The process of filtering the water as we did and backwashing it into a clean glass with clean water uh, shows the, all of the myriad of organisms that are in there and this technique uh, always causes a big impression on people and it's a very powerful educational tool. This is the water that people have to, to drink, and uh, they're in the process of filtering the water at the pond site, which is the correct way of, of doing it, before taking it back to the village. Here in Pongo, Alex, the field officer, had the great idea of getting everyone to greet us with their pipe filters and say, Mata, the idea being a reminder that you should always have your pipe filter with you. Mata, doctorio. Mata. 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 mata, 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 mata. So let's start right there and start counting. One, two, good. Uh huh. In these water sources, these stagnant water sources where the community draws their water, uh, we first test for copepod populations. And if we discover that there is a copepod population inside, then we go about applying the abate, which then wipes out that population. Making the water safe to drink. So uh, when used with other interventions, filters, basic health education, staying out of the water with guinea worm, it's a it's a pretty good uh, measure for that. <laughs> Without doubt, overcoming the challenges of educating people here in southern Sudan about what Guinea Worm is and where it comes from. It's daunting. Of the 20 countries that were originally endemic at the beginning of the campaign in 1986, 15 have eradicated the disease. Two more are expected to stop transmission uh, probably this year or early next year, and three countries remain, Sudan, Ghana, and Mali, in that order. Sudan is the foremost country reporting the vast number of cases. Okay. <laughs> Down. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this is a guinea worm. So we're very pleased with the progress, but the objective is to get to zero cases. And that remains a daunting challenge. It is likely that Sudan will be the last place where guinea worm is eradicated from. This has been a podcast from the Carter Center, online at cartercenter.org.